Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. All right, a good Thursday afternoon to you all. Nice to have you with us three minutes after 1 o'clock on this December the 7th. Yeah, that low, 2023. Flying solo on this side of the glass today. No, Doc. He's over on the other side. He's in the big leagues, as he told me. He said they feed him over there. They have multiple producers over there. They have people to come in and rub your feet during the timeouts over there. I said, well, I got Matt Essig. <laughs> yeah, but they got pee breaks. <laughs> That's true. That too. <laughs> they can actually they can actually wander off for about six, seven minutes uh, on the other side. I'm happy to have Matt Essig, by the way. Uh, that was more just a joke. Uh, not, you know, making fun of him, but I'm just saying I have Matt Essig. I'm happy uh, about uh, that. Uh, although tomorrow... Essig, we're going to be separate. I'm going to be in Boston. You're going to be here. Uh, we're going to be from uh, Media Row. A bunch of guests. Got to whittle through some of that stuff uh, to see. I'm still trying, aching, begging anybody that I can to get Belichick on the horn because apparently he's going to do a couple of interviews. I don't know. Um, but I'm trying to sweet talk anybody that I can uh, to see if we can get Belichick on. Ah, for obvious reasons. Not only the Army-Navy connection, but they're playing on Thursday night tonight, and there's just going to have been some rumors. Uh, now that the rumors and the speculation has kind of settled down. But they it hasn't completely got away. And tomorrow, when we're in Boston, we might as well talk about that as well. And blend it all in. So if we can get Bill Belichick on, I'm going to try and sweet. <laughs> I'm going to try and sweet talk some people. Um, I'm going to try and sweet talk. I, I, I'm, I'm probably guessing we're going to strike out, but I'm, I'm keeping hope alive. Keeping hope uh, alive. Always look forward to. Uh, uh, this is my third trip now for Army Navy. Uh, last year in Philadelphia, two years ago, uh, we were on the USS Intrepid in Manhattan. That was really cool. Uh, and uh, all sorts of different time slots, all sorts of different chaos, but uh, looking forward to that, and then uh, be at Gillette Stadium on Saturday afternoon 
and uh, looking forward to the annual Army-Navy game with uh, our friends at USAA who take good care of your boy. So that's coming up tomorrow. Between now and then, we have a three-hour little ditty. We have a three-hour show that we've got to figure out something good to talk about here on Commander's Bye Week. How else would you rather celebrate a four and nine start to the season and a late bye week and a 45-15 ambush to the hands of the Miami Dolphins. How else would you rather celebrate all of that, all of that lovely stuff with word? Of a season ticket holder kicked to the nuts. That's right. That's right. Commanders raising season ticket prices for the 2024 season by an average of 8.9%. No. So says Nikki Javala of the Washington Post. And if others have done reporting on that, I saw it from her first. uh, So I want to make sure I give proper credit. Apparently, now keep in mind, that's an average of 8.9%. That doesn't mean that that's the max. Certain season tickets are going above 8.9%. And of course, that means certain season ticket holder um, price increases are below 8.9%. And as Nikki points out in the article in the Washington Post, half of the season tickets will increase, half of the season tickets, will increase by no more than 7%. And the lowest price seats, which are 10000 apparently in the upper level, which always looks empty whenever I see the game on, on TV and the, and the distant shots, because we can't see it from the press box, and I don't go up there. I've never even been. In, I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever been to the upper deck at FedEx Field. I don't think I have. Could be forgetting one time, but I don't think I have. Um, you know, when it was 92,000, when it was whittled down year after year after year, 10,000 in the upper level will not change in price. Okay, so what you have is an average of 8.9% increase. Half of the season tickets, I presume that's half of all of their season tickets will increase by no more than 7%, but that isn't to say, of course, that that's not a decent increase, right? I mean, most people get, what, 2 3% maybe cost of living increase in terms of their pay, like year over year if you're with, you know, a pretty good company or whatever. This is touting half of the season tickets will increase by no more than 7%. 6.9%, 6.8%, 6.5% is still a healthy increase. It's not nothing. Now, I guess it could be worse, but it's not nothing. So apparently that's 10000 in the upper level. Uh, or, or I should say, I'm sorry, uh, 10000 in the upper level will not change in price. Half of the season tickets, presumably, although it doesn't make it clear, 
in the club section and in the lower level will increase by no more than 7%. But then there are the special seats that will presumably increase by, I don't know, at least 10, maybe 11% overall. Because if we're talking about an average of 8.9% and half of the season tickets are increasing by no more than 7 well, in order to get 8.9, we've got to be in that 10.5%, 11%-ish area, right? I don't know for sure, but I'm not a dummy. I mean, I could do some math. As Nikki points out in the Washington Post, on average, ticket holders on annual plans will pay an extra $12.50 per month, uh, including premium seating, the average price will go up $15 a game. The cost of parking at FedEx Field will not change. Yay. Now, they have done some good things. The whole Metro thing, I heard the commercials leading up to Sunday's game. I saw plenty of Dolphins fans making the hike up Coach Gibbs' way from the Metro station. I I did see that. Um, So they are doing some things to help out and help cut the cost of parking and or the commute to the stadium. However, the obvious eyesore, and we're not dumb on this show, okay? Again, you you guys might think I'm dumb. I'm not. I don't always understand everything. I don't always say the right thing, but I'm not dumb. I wasn't born yesterday. The obvious eyesore is with another terrible year, actually a lot worse than any recent year, i.e. since 2019, we're trumpeting and celebrating a commander's free weekend, a commander's bye weekend with Yay! Give us more money. And apparently, they have issued these notices just yesterday. And they have a deadline of January 19th to pay for the entire season. Or December 15th, which, as you look at your calendar, you may gotta notice it's not that far away to begin a 12-month payment plan, which presumably, of course, lowers your monthly output or your your once-at-a-time output, which they're giving a deadline of January 19th for. But because you're on a 12-month payment plan, and I believe Tailgate Ted made this point this morning on the junkies that I heard, you've got to, of course, pay right before Christmas for one installment of your monthly payment plan. Like, you can't just be like, yeah, I want to go on the 12-month payment plan to distribute the money, and so it doesn't all come out of my bank account at one time, and then wait until January 15th, or wait until February 1st, or wait until Valentine's Day, or wait until you see who the new head coach is, or the new general manager is. You can't do that. You got to pay starting on December 15th or whenever you, I guess, notify them about the 12-month payment plan. There is an opt-out deadline of December 29th. Okay. I mean, 
it, I, I guess. I, I mean, I guess that's fair. People can make a decision one way or the other, right? They can opt in, pay by December 15th, monthly installments, however they do that. I'm not sure if that's with interest or if that's just, you know, just monthly installments. Uh, the story does not say. Or you can opt out by December 29th, or you can continue along, and I assume after December 29th, you are in, like Flynn. And then you have to pay all of that money by December, uh, I'm sorry, by um, January 19th. So they do give you some options here. They give a gift card to those who pay in full, to the team store worth between 100 and 500 I assume that, yeah, that means depending on your ticket package. And those who make their first payment on an annual plan by January 6th receive a W, meaning the Washington logo chain, <laughs> valued at $24.99 at the team store. A team spokesman, according to Javala and the Washington Post said ticket uh, season ticket sales are up 20% year over year. That would mean this year to next year. I I mean that that's how I would that's how I would take that. Right? That's not last year to this year when there was a lot of excitement. I don't know if I believe that. I got to be honest with you. I mean, that would be, I mean, and of course, because they don't give you full details and there isn't full transparency, there's only the transparency that they feel comfortable with releasing. Because of that, we just take that and say, oh, okay, season ticket sales are up 20% year over year. That automatically means for 2024 compared to 2023, when there was all the hope and belief and then ultimate reality that there would be a new direction, a new owner, a new lease on life, that would mean, again, not a 20% increase from, or I'm sorry, um, uh, where is it here? Yeah, a 20% increase from like this past year to next year, that, again, could be, the way it's written is unclear, so I want to be clear about that, that could be, again, referencing the 20% increase this year over last year. Does that make sense? Because it's not written clearly in terms of what exactly they're talking about. Now, they said... In the article, last season, Commander's home attendance increased 10.2% from 2021. Meaning in 2022, there was a 10.2% increase. We don't know what the increase will be in 2023 compared to 2022 because, well, there's still two home games left on the docket. So we don't have that number just yet. But here's the bottom line. And there's more details that I can give you, you know, um, about what they've done to the stadium, uh, what they're doing, 
They had a 4% increase last year. A 4% increase last year. And now they're having an 8.9% average increase. I ask you, the season ticket holders, the people that make the pilgrimage every Sunday, every horrible, wretched Thursday night, every game, and have to deal with 20, 25,000 road fans like there were on Sunday, and have to deal with your team getting annihilated. I ask you, is there any way to justify in your mind, in your heart, in your fandom, whether this is not fun, not cool, nobody wants this, but whether it's fair, whether this is just the cost of doing business, whether the $40 million that they said they increased or that they input into the stadium upon taking over as the new owners, whether that changed anything for you, whether the nearly $2 million in upgrades to the club level did anything for you. Again, I am not a fan that goes to games like you are. I go to the press box, I go for free, I park for free, so I have no right to bitch. And I don't. I don't bitch about the press box food. I don't bitch about any of that stuff. So this show or this topic is about you. Nobody wants a price hike anywhere, anyhow, anytime, in any walk of life. Yet we see it all the time. I don't want to be paying $3.15 a gallon for gas. What other choice do I have? But aha, that's the rub. You do have a choice. I don't have a choice. I got to get to work. And in order to get to work, I've got to use my own car and my own gas. I've got to pay whatever the gas prices are. You have a choice. You can walk away. We mentioned by December 29th. You can break it up into monthly installments. Nobody is hitting you with a bat over the head that says you have to go to these games. So what will your choice be now that you know what the deal is? Or at least some of the parameters. Is it fair, considering what the Harris ownership group paid for the team, paid allegedly in stadium improvements, and based on the fact that we live... And they did cite general inflation. We live in an inflationary society where things are never going down in price. They're only always going up across the board. We live in that kind of society. Is it fair when you consider the money that they have invested in buying the team, rescuing the team, Allegedly infusing into all the improvements at FedEx Field, which, I, again, I say allegedly just because I have no proof that they actually spent $40 million. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they did, somewhere in that range. I'm not saying that they didn't. Is that fair? Or because they're 4-9 and nine and they suck as an on-field product, and because Commanders fans, Redskins fans, Washington football teams – Fans have been taken advantage of for so long by the sins of the previous regime. Is it unfair? 
because I'm guessing most of you will think it's unfair because nobody, again, wants to pay more money. But is there any element that is fair? That's what I'm curious to find out from you. At 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. And a rec, Ace Law will help you get a check. Call them, 8888-ACE-LAW. Call me on the Ace Law listener lines at 301-230-0980. The first voice you will hear is Matty Ice picking you up, screening you in. Get in, get out. We'll try and keep the wait lines, uh, the, the hold times down. And I want to hear you weigh in on the big way to celebrate the bye week at 4-9. and nine. Yay. Let's raise the prices. Let's raise the – could you have done this – I don't know, last like last Friday in a news dump central when people would forget about it over the weekend? Did you did you have to wait until the bye week to give us this kind of bad news, to give the fan base this kind of bad news? They did. They did. Woo, not a good look. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we are off and running on a Thursday afternoon. Good to have you aboard with us. 126 and change. With you until 4 o'clock. Lionel Willingham is coming up at 4 in for Craig Hoffman. Maddie, why were you, uh, why, why are you looking like you uh, just swallowed a canary over there? Well, I mean, I don't know if you know the song I just played. But it's a certain song. I mean, song. I know the song. It's a little ska music. Yep. Uh, it, but it's throwback to the ska. It, uh, Real big fish. A uh, certain song they sell. Do or they song they sing called for you to "Sell Out." Oh, oh! I did not recognize it's that. A little on brand. Oh, I like that. You mean the sellouts that the Commanders have had at every game this year? A, a couple of them I was at, in which I can guarantee there was holes. Yeah. Well, selling out doesn't mean showing, showing out, up, right? Yes. I mean, or showing up. Okay. Showing up, showing out, whatever. Um, so we, we should keep that in mind. They're citing that a demand is in place. They are leading us to believe that season tickets have increased 20% for next year. 
versus this year. I don't know if I completely believe that. I can't say it's absolutely categorically untrue. I just, you know me, I'm a little skeptical of things. I don't know if I believe that. I, I mean, I again, can't prove that it's wrong. I just, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this. And given new ownership, but this is a team that is historical right. with wanting to kind of build out their numbers. The only way this makes sense is because people probably did, and I understand this, so maybe I'm wrong on this, and they're right, and and, and again, that's why I'm not saying I know anything. I'm just I'm just simply wondering if, if that is a little misleading, is because the new owners did not take over until late July. Because there was a lot of back and forth hand-wringing and all that stuff and all these meetings and all these league votes that didn't happen, that things didn't happen. And is he going to sell? Is he going to pull out? Are they going to get a deal? Are they going to get what? I'm sure that a lot of people did not buy season tickets in December and January and February of last year, or, or I should say of this year, yeah. Meaning for this season, for this season that we're a part of. One year ago. Because they didn't want to support Dan in case Dan was still the owner by the time the season rolled around. Yeah. And I know that we had a lot of callers that as mm-hmm. soon as it was done, we're right. saying, you know what? I'm back. I'm getting season tickets. Now, a lot. The problem with that is, yes, we did. But a lot of times people budget certain things yes. and they say, well, okay, well, you know what? If I'm not going to spend $2,000 or whatever it is on season tickets, I'm going to go to the Bahamas. I'm going to go on a cruise. I'm going to go, you know, to here. I'm going to go there. Shout out, Sabah. <laughs> to the NBA finals. To the NBA. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. She spent a lot of money. Hey, that was a cool game to go I, to. Though. I know. I know. But she spent a lot of money on those tickets. What was it like? Um, like $6,000 for the four tickets or something like that? I don't remember the. Was something, somewhere well, in that range. The tickets alone, yeah, were obscene. But then right. the entire weekend, like when yeah, she was oh, yeah, going oh, over, it was yeah, like much just more like, than that. You know what? Right. I want to go on vacation with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, listen, Doc, you know, works hard. She can afford it. I mean, I'm sure she's not living beyond her means. Um, Again, I should be careful to say that I know or there's no chance that there's a 20% increase. It just, it doesn't strike me as, as likely. And because the article doesn't exactly clear it up, I wonder if that's more 2022 to 2023, but maybe they're right. Okay, whatever. Either way, matter of semantics, either way, they're saying there's a demand for tickets, for season tickets. They're saying general inflation. They're saying, hey, man, we bought the team for $6.05 billion. Oh, plus we invested $40 million plus. Not to mention, all, of course, all the operations of the team, all the different things uh, that they're going to have to do, all the new money that they're going to have to spend on both improvements to the stadium. Jason Wright made a statement yesterday. But I want to know from you guys, is this even fair? Is this understandable in your eyes? Or is it flat-out wrong, bad business, and this is just another pothole that you, as Commanders fans, have to endure to support this team? Or 
Did this bring you to the apex? Did this bring you to the exit door? Because you do have that option. For me, if I was a season ticket holder, I would understand an increase. I would not understand an average increase of nearly 9%. That may not sound like that much, and it isn't to a bunch of people. But it is to some, and it is to a lot. And yes, nobody's forcing you with a gun to your head, proverbially, to do this. But if you want to support your team, if that's what you are, if that's what you do, and there are loyal, loyal, loyal diehard fans of this team that will never give up their tickets, and I understand that, then... An average increase of 9% ain't fun, man. Especially around Christmas. Especially at the bye week of a 4-9 and season. All right, your call's coming straight up in just a sec, but let me get a trending alert right here, right now, before we do that. All right, we'll start with golf, huh? Yeah, got to. John Rahm, who won the Masters just a couple of months ago, is joining the Live Golf Tour, according to multiple reports and confirmed uh, by ESPN. So much for the Live Golf Tour and the PGA Tour living together as one. Who knows? John Rahm apparently on his way. Meanwhile, the Capitals are back home tonight for the first time in two weeks as they host the Dallas Stars, who are 14-7-3. Capitals with a rough end to their West Coast road trip after a good start. They lost the last two to the L, uh, to the Phoenix uh, Arizona Coyotes, I should say, and the Vegas Golden Knights by a combined score of nine to one. Eight o'clock faceoff uh, because of national television uh, tonight, and you can hear it over on the Fan and the Odyssey app. Wizards off until tomorrow, and that's what's trending. All right, so you know what we're talking about if you've been with us at any part over the first uh, half an hour or so of the radio show, Graham. The Commander's announcing a season ticket price increase, roughly an average of 9%. A bunch of different qualifications. Understandable or no? Bad timing, yes, right? Not the time you want to announce it, 4 and 9 in the bye week. Not the time you want to announce it. Fair or unfair considering what the Harris Ownership Group invested in the team and the stadium? Or is it strictly in your eyes related to, hey, record bad, nobody should be charging more for a bad product, and B, we've already been pillaged enough over the years. Let's get to you on the phones, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. Let's get to John in Rockville in the leadoff spot. What's up, John? How are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, Chris. First time caller, at least into your show. Nice to have you uh, aboard, John. Hang on one second. Hang on one second before you begin. Whoa, a little Ric Flair wooage for you. Okay. <laughs> There, that's the way. That's the way we welcome first-time callers. But go right ahead. Nice to have well, you aboard you. with us. Thank you. 
Hey, hey, so I used to be a ticket a season ticket holder. Mm-hmm. My family owned season tickets from Griffith Stadium till nineteen till, till twenty eighteen. I gave my tickets up the year twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. Okay. But no, the first thing my first premise is they keep saying these games are sellouts. That is a complete joke. Try uncovering some of the seats that are covered up and selling those. It's a pure money grab. Mm-hmm. It, no, it was the worst time to announce it. Josh, Josh Harris knows better. I don't know who made this decision, but this is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I don't. So know you're how the you're talking about the tarp the seats in the upper deck, correct? Just to be clear, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think I think they you're do. Sellable. I think they do that uh, because a they know. I, Again, they they know how difficult it will be to sell those tickets. And when they say sell out, sell out, it makes people, I think, think, view them differently. And it also makes their more, whether it's real or not, a more perceived demand to buy tickets for the next game or to do whatever it takes to get to that game. So I think that's part of the reason why they do that because without the blackout restrictions, which we used to have, which we haven't had you know, for the last eight, nine years, whatever it is, there's no real reason, to your point, to tarp those seats off other than it's an eyesore, they look empty, and you know that's it. I think it's to create perceived demand. Well, that I think people are smarter than that. I would agree I mean, with you. I would agree with you on that. Would, would know that. Yeah, I, I mean, would agree just, with you on that. It was just te- it was terrible timing. I think it's an excessive increase, mm-hmm. uh, especially for people in the upper deck. I'm not sure what they got hit with, but you know the club seat ticket holders or whatever. Uh, you know, I don't know. They spent the bulk of the improvements on those new video screens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, I didn't see what they've done with the concessions or the or the bathrooms. Uh, we all know they got some plumbing issues right, there. But right. I mean, I wish Josh Harris the best. I'm still a fan. I'm very frustrated with their performance. So you have have you gone back since you gave up your seasons or or no? No. Okay. No, not one time. I mean, wow. I gave them up. I had three seats. Okay. No one would go with me. Yeah. No one. Yeah. I have long time friends. John, I enjoy watching it on TV. Yeah. It's as simple as no, that. I understand that. I, I mean, I, I appreciate you, John. Good to hear from you. I understand that. I mean, if I didn't have to work at Commander's Home Games, I wouldn't go. It's uncomfortable. It's, it, it's a terrible view. Even though I pay nothing, it's a terrible view. It's a long-ass day. It's two and a half hours of commuting on top of my daily commute as it is. I'm out of the house from 9 a.m., 9.15 in the morning until 9, you know, 8.30 or so at night. And it's only that short because I gave up other jobs. I don't do a podcast anymore. I don't do, I, I mean, I've done some TV hits, but I don't have anything else to really do. And it's still a long-ass day, and I get in for free, and I park for free. It's a long, long day. A long day of commitment for a substandard product. Let's get to uh, Mark in Springfield here before the timeout, and then we'll get more uh, in in just a sec. We have very short breaks around here. What's up, Mark? How are you? Mark? I hear Mark. All right, let me put Mark on hold, see if we can pick him up. Uh, Let's get to Mike in Columbia. Next up, Team 980. What's up, Mike? How are you? Hey, Chris. How you doing? Doing good, Mike. What's going I'm on? A, I'm a 
Nothing much. I got a vent. I'm going to be real short. I've been a Redskin commander, Washington football team fan for 50 years, mm-hmm. and they suck for 25 years or so. Week after week, you listen to Ron Rivera ranting on his mundane conversations about how they're supposed to improve. the same old crap. And then you watch them on Sundays, and they kick you in the fellas every Sunday. And then while you try to recover from that, new management now wants to take a broomstick to your keister <laughs> and raise ticket prices. I mean, you know, how much can a man take, you know? Right, right. <laughs> So I, you know, I'm done with them anyway. That's that's my. Have you, well, ha, well, let me ask you this, Mike. Have you been a uh, a season ticket holder all along? Have you just gone to individual games? What's the deal? I've I've gone to individual games okay. several times, you know, um, during the season. Mm-hmm. But now I've gotten to the point where I don't even bother. I just sit home and yeah. and pop up a cold one and watch it on my TV. What if they start somehow, which is unlikely to happen, dramatically winning a lot of games? We're talking about ten plus. Uh, how long would it take you to get you to buy in again, I guess? Well, I'm bought in, but I don't think I'll be buying in to go see the game. I gotcha. think I'll still just watch it on TV. Okay, that's understandable. <laughs> I, and I, and I yeah. respect yeah. and appreciate that. Thank you, Mike. You know, there are some people in my industry that call you a bad fan if you don't go to games. Bull crap. Bull crap. Don't do that. Don't accept that from anybody. You're not a bad fan if you don't go to games. It is an expensive, expensive foray. And I just outlined to you, I pay nothing, and it's still a long-ass day and a lot of commitment from me. I don't have to go. I don't have to go. I choose to go because I like being a part of home games. I mean, I choose to go to a couple of road games, and people think I'm insane. And they're probably right. Now, I'm choosing not to go to the Jets game because the game is meaningless. It means nothing. I'm not doing that. I'm not wasting my time. Because nobody pays for me to go. I pay for myself to go. But that being said, I understand each and every one of you, before this, after this, 10 years from now, 10 years ago, if you don't want to go, I understand. It is not a requirement. It is not mandatory of you being a fan if you choose not to go. More of your calls coming straight up, uh, including we'll try back uh, Mark and Springfield. We'll get uh, Derek and Capitol Heights, and uh, we'll get a couple more in here as soon as Matty Ice screens them in. Uh, so just be patient with him. Be patient with the lines. And we will squeeze you in and get all your calls. Got plenty more on the docket left to attack in the 2 and 3 o'clock hour. Stay with us right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Oh, everybody's under pressure now, aren't they? The commanders are under pressure to justify how do we raise ticket prices on average by almost 9% when we stink on the field. The product we serve is awful. See, this is always the rub. It shouldn't be necessarily directly tied to the product that everybody is there to see. And it often isn't, right? Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Uh, Teams that generally have bad years think wise and be like, "Eh, if we increase the ticket prices, boy, 
So they've got they're taking a chance here. And I guess their numbers again are hey, 20%, you know, people made a commitment because people are truly looking forward, which again, possible, all that even though it's hard to kind of exactly truly believe they can probably get away with this as long as the product on the field improves. Ultimately, they'll take the hit now. But if the product on the field improves, people will be like, yeah, whatever. The problem is, is when the product on the field stinks, which it does right now, and it has largely for the last 30 years, it is hard to continuously justify the cost, which is enormous to begin with, and then an increased cost, no matter what they give you at the team store. It just is. It just is. And if you go to a steakhouse and the steakhouse and the steak is like a a burnt hockey puck, you're not gonna pay $48 for your steak. You might do it that one time because you don't want to be a jackass and complain. Although I would absolutely complain. Yeah. No, I only get right. medium rare or rare if I'm getting a hockey puck. Yeah. But if but you're not going back there if even if you're not willing to complain and you, and you want a better product then you ain't going back there and paying the same price no. or even more money if the product sucks no, just go or somewhere if the else. service sucks or whatever there's plenty of other choices. Yeah. Now, where they have you by the short hairs <clears throat> is there is no other NFL team in the area outside of if you argue the Ravens and I don't even know if that's theoretically in the area especially if you're in Northern Virginia or Central Virginia or what have you. So, I mean, uh, you know, again, uh, we're asking you for your reaction. Is it fair or foul? Is it understandable? Or is it un- in under any circumstances inexcusable to do this to a loyal diehard fan base that has been suffering from the product for so many years? All right, let's get to uh, – we'll try Mark in Springfield and see if we can get him here. What's up, Mark? Chris, thanks for keeping me on hold and taking my call. You got it, Mark. Good to hear from you. It's always, it's always a pleasure to talk to the hardest working man in sports talk. Radio. My guy. I don't know if I'm that anymore, Mark. I've kind of slowed down because, uh, you know, age is getting to me, but I try hard. But I appreciate you. Hey, the, ro- the rooster's always on top of it. Thank hey, you, um, I don't know. I don't know if there's any justification, but the fact is it's a cost to doing business. You know, used to be sportsmen owned teams for the glory of winning, and it gave them something to talk to their buddies about over a drink. Now it's a business. Mm-hmm. Businesses own businesses, and there's only one reason they own a business, because they see a chance to make a buck. Mm-hmm. Most of the money now is made, and you know this, through the TV contract, and it's all shared. You don't have to put a great product out on the field to make money in this business. It's almost like a print and press. And the fans that go to the stadium and buy stuff and tickets and all those things, yeah, it'll put an extra few tens, forty, fifty million dollars at them. But once you take out all the expenses of maintaining that kind of stuff, I think it's kind of relatively not important given the overall money they make from TV. Also, you got games that are played in the division: Dallas, let's say even Baltimore up the road, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. New York, let's say Pittsburgh. These fans aren't going to say, gee, the ticket this year costs more than it did last year. They're going to say, how many tickets can I get and how much does it cost on StubHub or Ticketron or some other place 
yeah. and they're going to travel. Yeah. So that's what they're really looking at. So justified or not, look, you can use any excuse to raise prices. I'm going in here to Giant and a can of corn cost me 40 cents more than it did last year. If you want to eat the corn, you're going to pay the price because you're going to go to any grocery store and buy the same thing. Right. It's right. no different in the sports business, but it's now a business, Chris, and all they care about is money. Josh might be a fan, but even when we were getting our butts kicked, he was in there drinking and partying yep. with his friends. He's a businessman. He's Having a businessman. Having a good man. time. Yeah, he's Having a businessman. Having a good man. time. That's exactly right. He's a businessman, and anybody who thought that things were going to be different or change, maybe he's not the same low life that you know Mr. Snyder turned into. Sure, he'd like to win, but if he doesn't, as long as he's making money and his businesses are solvent. I mean, look how many coaches he went through in, uh, in, in New Jersey and yeah. Philadelphia. He, he's, he's got no loyalty to the fans or any of his employees, really. As such, it's a business. And, and when the business says it's time to do it this way because it might make me more money or it will make me more money, that's the justification to a businessman. So next year, maybe I might consider buying a ticket on the, on the hope. No, I won't consider buying a ticket on the hope train again. How many years have we talked about buying a ticket on the hope train? I'm going to wait until I see a ticket on the results train. Then I might pay a little bit more for my ticket. But until then, it's still a ticket on the hope train. And next year, it's just going to be totally more understandable, Mark. And always good to hear from you. Well said. Totally understandable. Totally understandable. Because if I was not getting in for free, I, I got to be honest with you, I would not go. Maybe they don't want to hear that, but that's me. I, I do not. I went to one NFL game as a fan this year in Cleveland for the preseason opener. It sucked. It was an awful experience. And I was seven rows up from the field. I couldn't see anything. People were constantly standing up, standing the whole game. It, it was just an awful experience. Awful experience. And that, you know, that has nothing to do with FedEx Field. I don't know how you guys do it, quite honestly. Uh, I'll tell you what. Derek, hang on. I want to give you full time. I don't want to squeeze you. we got to take the time out here at the end of the hour. And to be fair to everybody uh, and to pay the bills, we got to do what we got to do. 2 o'clock, straight ahead. Don't go anywhere. We will get into some other things as the show develops on this Thursday. Don't have anybody scheduled as of right now. Uh, so it's you and me and Matty Ice on a Thursday in the nation's capital and beyond on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.